0: hey, Hillbaz. hey
1: Hillbaz.
0: welcome welcome we are
1: back we are welcome to healing uncut
0: okay first can we get into these shirts
1: because yes uh, a little bit right
0: but i'm loving to heal pretty i'm loving to heal and love like
1: yes that's what it's all about representing our brands today yes shout out to art therapy Trying to help heal, (laughs) trying Mm. to express through the arts. That's what it's definitely all about. Woo! express.
0: Speaking of express, how are you feeling feeling today? Check in. How are you feeling? Yes,
1: check in. Okay, so today, I looked at the wheel a minute ago. So I am really feeling kind of rushed. I'm not quite overwhelmed yet. Um, I think right now there's a lot of moving parts. Mm. A lot of things that I'm kind of I have my hand in to where I'm not quite stressed so thin. um, Since I have the time to get these things done. um, But just trying to stay on top of it. Because trying to be like a content creator. A mom. Trying to live healthy. Like all those things. Like trying to build a brand and study for my exams and things like yeah yeah so I'm kind of feeling rushed I feel like I need to be producing more putting out more Mm -hmm. um so I just like I'm said, i not quite overwhelmed it's probably because you know like I don't have the restricted restrictions on my time as far as having to be like at work or whatever but I definitely I definitely feel rushed so I'm like having to remind myself, you know, just to take just to take my time, like, you know, it's gonna get done. It's not really a race, um, even though I would love to have all of this stuff already figured out. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much that's where I'm at today. How about you? How you feeling today?
0: I am sad. <laughs> sad. Yeah. And. So today's Wednesday. We talked earlier in the week, and I'm just like, you know, like I need some encouragement. Um, I'm not. And so, like you, I'm like, I wanna put this content out. I wanna mm. do, I feel like I should be doing more. I feel mm. like I should be doing more and like feeling I should be further along. And then on top of that, I'm like, I'm still um. You know, very much grieving the loss of my dad. Mm -hmm. And that comes at the weirdest, it comes at the weirdest times. Y'all see my man over there. Mm
1: Shout out to dad. Look,
0: (laughs) Carla (laughs) in the back. And it just, it hits me at the weirdest times. And so it's like when I'm, when I start, I don't know, I feel like everything kind of just compiles together. So it's just like, I'm not doing enough. I'm sad, I'm out here yeah. on the West Coast, I'm lonely, like, where are my yeah. friends, and, and not to say that my husband isn't present, but it's just not the same, like, yeah. he's not like, he's not like you, he's not my girlfriends, he's not like those cousins we grew up with, like, of course we talk, right. we go, like, but it's just, it's, um, I'm like, no, I'm missing my girlfriends. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely, I need a girl's day. (laughs) Um, So I'm just kind of sad and I'm trying not to um, let it become overwhelming, like you said, like give myself grace, like, you know, you are Mm -hmm. making progress, you are making reels. It may not be as much as you want to in this moment, but you know, it'll get better, it'll come easier, just like consistency is key. And then, uh, yeah, so I didn't sleep well last night and I'm just, I'm like, I'm kind of just feeling like all over the place, but I think so, the overarching
1: thing is just like,
0: yeah, I'm just kind of saddening my feelings for real. <laughs>
1: yeah, and look, that's valid, definitely. it's It's definitely an adjustment, especially when you get married and moving. Because I would do something very similar. Like, you definitely need your girlfriend. Yeah. And it's hard when you move away. Especially, if we're so used to being together. Like, in college, like, always being together. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so, that, so that transition to, like, not being with them, it, it's hard. And making new friends at this age is, is not the easiest. Girl. No. <laughs> That's, like,
0: a whole other story because... Where did this social anxiety come from? Like, I don't want to people, I don't want to people, (laughs) and I'm like, yo, you have to network, you gotta. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, now, if I could be honest, that is like something I really got to pray about because that's really a fear. I'm like, people are evil, and Mm. you don't know if they're what their intentions are, and it's just like. I don't know i could be just overthinking it like you know just go out have a good time but you know you don't want to just befriend anybody or right you know. so yeah at this grown age social anxiety is a real thing for me
1: well, like, i feel like everything that's been going on around the world i promise when i'm out or oh, i'm looking at everybody i'm like i'm already i'm like i've been through trauma i don't trust people like that especially now i'm i'm like what you doing over there? I'm for real. I don't care. I'm whatever store I'm in, I'm looking There's people being weird. I'm like, okay, because I need to know like what you got on your mind. But well, you decided it's the time. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it's a lot out here. It's a lot of emotions. Yeah. But you you showed up. Look, we both showed up. So, definitely pat ourselves on the back. But one day, one day at a time, one day. but what's the oh go ahead oh no I was gonna say I think
0: that it's something huge for me to still show up like although I'm feeling like this there was a time where I would just stay in a bed Mm. just like I'm sad I'm feeling this or I'm feeling real anxious about the work so I'm gonna avoid it and Mm. I'm gonna curl up in a wall and pretend like it doesn't exist right (laughs) and i think i'm like yo this is huge like to to be at a point where i'm like okay this is how i feel i'm able to accept it and i'm still able to
1: show up so mm-hmm. that's major growth, that's major growth. That's major. <laughs> i feel like only growth that you'll be able to get to but once you start healing it's just not gonna come nah, you know if you're not working on it Or, you know, educate yourself on a reason. Because at first, it definitely sounded like some negative coping skills. Oh. Which kind of brings us to our point.
0: That brings us back. Is trauma a drug?
1: Right. Is is it? And I definitely say yes. (laughs) I said at the same Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I'm
0: trauma I want to say I'm
1: like girl yeah so if you're listening to this then you sure you've probably been through trauma or know about it but trauma is basically the consequence of a distressing event so something that you've experienced that really just totally changed you and it, it changes our brain I don't think people really realize that like mm-hmm. it really affects you like it lives rent free in your brain you it's not something that you could turn on and off um it's it's really just something that just lives there and it affects your daily functioning like your executive functioning so being able to um um control like your behaviors and your emotions um just feeling safe like I was talking about in the store like me looking around trying to see people being weird, like, your sense of safety, like, it throws it off, like, you aren't really kind of, you know, able to gauge it, and then, you know, regulating your emotions, so being quick to react, or shutting down, like you were saying, like, you know, or navigating healthy relationships, so it definitely affects, you know, how you interact with you know your partners, your friends, your family, and then if you're a parent, your children. I definitely made a post about that. Like it definitely affects any relationship. It it doesn't it or your workplace. You know how you show up there. And so, you know when it comes to like coping, you can it can either be a positive, you know, or a negative way to cope. So basically, it's something that you do, you know, in the moment to make you feel better. Um. So the negative one they'll pretty much they'll kind of give you some instant relief or gratification but they're harmful in the long run as opposed to the healthier ones you know it may take a little while for you to to catch on that you feel better um but in the long run they're ultimately going to be you know more healthier for you so we definitely want to try to to you know choose healthy coping um mechanisms and too much of a good thing is definitely is bad too that's want to throw that out (laughs)
0: there I think because we're so used to having things at our fingertips that instant gratification makes um, the negative coping uh, seem like it is positive Mm -hmm. or I mean honestly it may not be positive because drinking drugs um, violence (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like if you are like anything that's like risky, so think about this. I uh if your trauma caused you to get like an adrenaline rush, which is you know, that's that fa- uh flight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. So now your body has become used to that. Now you're like doing things. That's going to stimulate your adrenaline again because right. you, know what you like. Or it's the opposite where you're trying to numb it completely. Um, right. You're like, I don't want to feel that. And when I do feel that, you know, let me get a cigarette, let me grab a blunt, yeah. let me grab this bottle because mm-hmm. I'm trying to numb it. And so right. trauma is you can't not that you can't but you find it very difficult to regulate your emotions right and you're going to look for it in other avenues Mm -hmm. But with that instant gratification I think that's why I say it is the gateway drug because that's what those negative coping skills do they will give you that instant gratification but like you said in the long run it's Mm -hmm. not going to be healthy that's not right
1: yeah, and they only last but for so long. So it may start off as like, oh man, I'm stressed today, work stressed me out, my kids stressed me out, I'm going to have me a glass of wine. That might turn into a bottle real real quick, you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, oh, now that bottle doesn't even do nothing for me. So now I'm going to have a, a bottle and a beer or I'm like, you know, so you, it kind of you kind of add on to it. or have to find something else to replace it all simply because like you're trying to suppress those painful emotions like you don't really know how to you know manage those emotions and you don't want to feel so it's basically we trying to find something to replace that that feeling yeah but you have some examples of some negative ones just for the people just in case
0: yeah uh for me (laughs) uh drinking drinking Mm. so definitely like and i it's not like i became an alcoholic
1: (laughs) right (laughs) according to who
0: (laughs) and the crazy thing like i would justify it like oh okay teaching stresses you it stresses you out them kids are crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) so by time i get home i'm like oh it's happy hour of course you of course i can have a drink like it's
1: like i need this
0: (laughs) and it got and so like you said like It didn't just start out with like it may have started with a glass of wine, but then it got to a point where, well, as soon as I get home, like right before I walk Bella, I'm gonna take a shot, Mm. a shot. I'm gonna go walk Bella, and then when I come back in the house, then I'm gonna have my glass of wine, like, Mm -hmm. and then that's probably gonna be two or three glasses of wine, depending on how the night goes. And Mm. it's where it got to a point where it's like, if I don't have my wine, I'm probably not gonna sleep well. And that dependency, becoming dependent on because the alcohol, um, you know, immediately you can feel it. Like you take a shot, you just like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how oh, I'm like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'd
1: be like, thank you, Lord.
0: Oh, I'm like this tequila because. And then you know when I got in therapy, and they're like oh, you know, try these breathing exercises, try to meditate. It was so Mm. hard for me to do that on my own. I I was so used to, I'm like, no, if I want to shut my mind down, I'll just get a drink. You know, Mm -hmm. that's wrong i a drink. Like I drink my water, I eat my fruits and vegetables. Like when I tell you I was justifying, (laughs) like really bargaining with my therapist, like, yeah, I really don't think it's that bad. And she's like, she was like, okay, so it's not that bad. However, <laughs> when you're trying the positive coping, you are struggling with it and you immediately want to go back to mm-hmm. um, the negative coping. So right. although, although you may feel like, no, you know, I'm still a healthy person. You know, I still get my miles in like, I could do this, that, and the third, whatever. She was like, you are developing a dependency on it. Yeah, You're relying on alcohol to shut your brain down instead of you learning how to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. You see, it is becoming negative. And so that's when I had to like, you know, take a step back. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a glass of wine, but, or, you know, a shot after work, like enjoy your happy hour, but you have to know the difference between Mm -hmm. like can am I regulating this or am I looking for something else to help me regulate it like be truthful with yourself about where you are in the process Mm -hmm. and I think that's going to make the you know the biggest difference
1: right and this am I in control or is this substance or whatever the case is is this controlling me you know what I mean so if I take it away how do I feel am I anxious am I angry Like, am I like panicking like what's going on you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so just a couple some things to kind of think about um you know as you sis talking to you sis (laughs) as you think about you know how you cope with the day-to-day stresses um but yeah um let's the positive ones like uh, Chris, you said, um, breathing exercises, journaling. Um, for me, art, I talk about that a lot online. Like, I like to craft. Um, it could be exercise. That's something I've been, you know, trying to do, get some miles in. It actually does help. You know, it doesn't feel like it in the moment. But, you know, a few days past, you're like, hmm, like, I've been actually pretty calm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it takes some time. It, it takes time to even implement them because journaling, it took me a while. And I imagine well, I'll keep mine journals, keep mine pens, and I ain't wrote in needle in none of them. So
0: it, <laughs> it takes a form. while
1: to not nail one of them. And so it takes, it takes a while to implement those positive ones and to make it a routine, you know, to where it's automatic. Like, this is what I'm going to do. So don't feel bad if you you aren't there. It won't happen overnight. So I'm going to go ahead and give, give you that right now before you stretch yourself out. It's going to take a while. Just practice. That's the only thing I can say. You have to practice. If you don't, then you'll never get to the point to where it's normal, you know, or it feels good to you. Just, just keep practicing. And you're going to mess up. So give yourself grace. So that's exactly, that's, honestly, that's like the biggest thing that'll help you on the journey. Give yourself grace. The same grace you give your kids, your coworkers, your parents your spouse <laughs> your friends like you deserve even more grace than that yeah like, that is definitely gonna get you through for real but it's definitely time for some tales on hoping do you want to go first or you want me to go first you go first oh okay so for me um so like intimacy has always been scary for me, like yeah. getting close to people, like I just didn't trust people, you know our my relationships with people were definitely surface level mm-hmm. didn't really get too deep, especially when it came to men, you know right. um so like going through high school, I, mean, I had a boyfriend or whatnot. um but like got to college went I never really dated, and it wasn't that I couldn't date, you know what I'm saying I have a problem getting a man. I was scared, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, I was seriously scared, I was, it just brought me so much anxiety to even think about, like, like, I'm going to have to eat in front of them, I'm going to have to do this, like, what I'm going to say, just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so like, I never really had, like, a real close relationship with men, okay. and I just felt like, you know, like, when I would, it would be like, oh, okay, like, I'm only going to hit you up, when it's time when i want something you know and then once that is done i'm out and i probably won't hit you up again until the next time like and i I was cool with that like i didn't see no problem with it i mean you know like some people might say like oh that's like a man eater or you this and that and i'm like honestly nobody ever told me that so i mean i thought it was cool like i didn't see a problem you -hmm. know but i didn't realize that that was really me like, trying to protect myself, you know, from being hurt. Like, I struggled with being vulnerable. Just the feeling of being vulnerable just gave me so much anxiety. So, I'm going to avoid it. So, just avoiding issues is definitely, like, a negative coping mechanism, you know. And being vulnerable is hard. It's scary. Um, Since I've been on the healing journey, I definitely have been getting more comfortable. But it's still scary. And honestly, the only thing that helped, that made me recognize that it was a problem was this one person told me he was just like you act just like a nigga he was like you just don't have no emotions Mm -hmm. girl my heart sank so i felt so bad and i'm like nobody's ever told me that like everybody just let me do what i wanted to do and it was cool so when he told me that i felt so bad like i'm like oh i gotta be celibate because that hurt me. It really made me think like, oh, I need to get myself together. Like I'm not thinking about the other people that's involved. Like, yeah, they might be on the same thing that I'm on. But at the end of the day, like, I'm like, nah, you know, so, you know, that was just something that kind of happened. And then, yeah, then next thing you know, boom, I tried to be vulnerable, open, then trauma bond, 10 years and that that's a whole nother story <laughs> so I tried but it ain't work out like I thought it was mm-hmm. but you know I did say okay next person that I actually am intimate with in that way like it'll be somebody I actually like and it'll be my boyfriend and I mean I went like three months and then I, I met my ex-husband so it was just like I did try um yeah. it just didn't work out this plan because you know I really didn't have I hadn't been through an actual healing process. I just stopped having sex and was just like I ain't really entertaining nobody right now. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really do no work. So yeah, yeah, trauma bond happened after that. So that was pretty much mine. Like I I just really just had an issue of avoiding, and I'm still kind of there, but a lot better. A lot better than than where I was.
0: That um that makes me think of uh, my husband who told me he was like you operate in masculine energy and I was just like boy F you <laughs>
1: Look, <we're> being masculine
0: <laughs> like, it. and proved it okay girl like I said, well, if I'm operating in masculine, then you operate in feminine. Because
1: <laughs> I definitely tell, my, I didn't say that a plenty of times. Yo, bitch.
0: <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: when we first, so, okay, a quick little context we were long distance and Mm -hmm. so we did not live together until after we were married that Mm -hmm. first month was crazy (laughs) and (laughs) um and he told he was just like I don't he was like I think you want to be vulnerable but you're not like Mm -hmm. you're honestly not and I had to. I was just like I had to take a step back and really just kind of sit like, you know, why, why does he, you know, is it truth to what he's saying? Am I operating in masculine energy? Like, why don't I want to be vulnerable? Like, why are these walls still up? Like, we don't sit, I do. And honestly, it's still that you know, just being in somebody's space brought on different anxieties, just like, mm-hmm. that. so I think, <laughs> I just really think, like, there's a part where, there's a part in the healing journey where you're like, like, no, I've done the work, like, mm-hmm. or I started the work and I've been doing this, I've been very intentional and your partner is still going to bring things up, or there's they're going to be like a mirror for you, and they're um, they're going to show you like, yeah, these are growth areas. And, and so, my thing is feeling love because, <laughs> right? I was about to say, long as coming from a place of love is that's a huge difference when it's coming from a place of love and it's somebody that you actually trust. Mm -hmm. they give you that space to work on it and work through it then that's that's where you know like okay i've made some grow like i did come a long way like i Mm -hmm. truly came a long way however (laughs) but it's like okay let my um just from being you know we're newlyweds and being in this relationship is like let me not be so quick to pop off when I'm offended mm. because for him to tell me it's like it is something that's bothering him and I have to trust that it is coming from a place of love and so mm-hmm. the fact that he was open enough to share it with me I need to you know kind of reflect mm-hmm. and go through it and then you know, kind of check myself in those areas. I don't know. I probably just went off on a tangent,
1: but I mean, look, that's weird to talk about it. Yeah, you know? yeah, but let's <laughs> talk about it. So it's cool. Look, it's our thing. We can talk about whatever we want.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that vulnerability—that is—that was a huge hurdle for me, and it's actually something yeah. that I'm still working through. Mm-hmm. Because you know, just from just from you know childhood trauma, you know, if you are if you are hurt by your caregiver, your guardian, mm. your parents, and that's supposed to be the person, you know, who you're supposed to lean on, but they're the ones right. who hurt you, of course you you're gonna have that may show up in, you know, other yeah. relationships, especially with your significant other. So like, I don't yeah. trust nobody. Like, I'm
1: scared to trust you. Like, that's scary. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like,
0: wow, I'm still, I'm like, oh, I'm still dealing with this. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought I got over it, but here you are, my spouse holding up a mirror, showing me, like, yeah, I think there's still some other things that you, you know, you got to work through a hill with, but, um, I'm willing to do it and I'm grateful that he's able to give me that space to do it. But right. it's so, you know, just doing reading and research is just like, yeah, if he's been hurt by a parent or caregiver, mm-hmm. you're, you may have trouble with those intimate relationships mm-hmm. and being vulnerable to that person when right. someone so close
1: hurt you. You know, that's real. I feel like we definitely have to have a whole other on, episode on that. Like, it's, definitely but I do feel like you know we try to be in control of our environment and that's something that I had to learn how to not be in control I felt more safe being in control like knowing what was going to happen next like knowing who was in my space what was going down in my space so kind of letting go of control it's like you learn that as you go through the process and it's scary and, you know, again, that's where the negative coping skills come in, you know, because it's like, oh, I don't want to feel that, you know, like, I don't know what to do. I'm anxious now because I'm not in control and I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, like you said, because as a kid going through childhood trauma and you not knowing what's going to happen next, it, it definitely takes a toll on you. And that anxiety kind of stays with you until you do the work, you know. Mhm. So oh, yeah. let's recap, you know
0: trauma it truly is the gateway drug um when you're looking when you're looking for that instant gratification it's more likely that you're going to lean towards things that will give you instant positive feelings or Mm -hmm. it will instantly numb it and so we just encourage you to you know stick with it stick with the positive coping put it into practice be consistent mm-hmm. you know it is when we say it's a journey it's a journey it's not mm-hmm. going to happen overnight it's definitely not going to happen overnight um right give and, yourself grace definitely give yourself grace and one thing i want to leave you with before we uh part um you know what would jesus do i mm-hmm. listen <laughs> Psalms 27 and 13 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And so to me, that just means like, you know who God is. You know, you're his child. You are heir to the throne. He wants the best for you, but it doesn't mean it's going to be instant be confident in yourself be confident in the process give yourself grace be
1: patient and you Mm -hmm. will get through right amen like wait that's that's really good I love that oh I love y'all it's awesome (laughs) love y'all enjoy we'll be back soon if you have anything any comments definitely send us a message don't forget to go to instagram and hit the link in the bio to uh send us one of your hilltales or a question or comment about today's episode until then
0: i'm chrissy oh
1: and i'm dream <laughs> see y'all later